0: I, I I I never put my name on pillows, but this is the best pillow in hell, guaranteed. Sleep like a baby in hell. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and bards, <laughs> <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus,
1: Pitmo. And speaking of peeing in the mouth of evil, I need to use the bathroom
2: and kind of stretch my legs a bit. Oh, sure. I'm going to do it in real life. I'm going to go find (laughs) something evil in my
0: apartment.
3: you have an evil bathroom, Jason? (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll just go ahead and give him this uh, armor because it actually is plus one studded leather armor. Ah. And it sort of like shrinks and uh, changes and shifts a bit as race puts it on and it it changes to fit his tiny little halfling form. So now his AC is 16, is that correct? Studded leather is two plus dex plus one. That's 16, that's correct. That's pretty good. 16 AC, not too shabby. Am I the, I'm, I'm talking to myself. I just realized everyone else is gone. Aaron, can you hear me? Aaron, can you, can you hear me, Aaron, buddy? Aaron, can you hear me? Do you want to build us now,
4: man? And we pee in the mouth of evil?
0: <laughs> oh, man. Dion, in case you missed it, that studded leather is actually plus one magical studded leather armor. Mm.
4: Oh, yes. Let me put that on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, baby. Undress me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so your AC now is 16.
4: Oh, hell yes. I can survive slightly longer. Let's do it. Yeah. It's yellow mold. I wish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's made of yellow mold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I, I will say, though, that this leather armor that you're wearing now, you just it carries that stench of ghast on you. So even though it's magical, you're gonna to want to get that shit washed as soon as you can.
4: Fair enough, man. Ooh, do they have a wonder, do they have a, do they have a clinky down here? A what? <laughs> a Clinky. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I haven't heard one of those in like ten years, man.
0: Guys, you utterly just annihilated that fight. It's got me a little bit worried about the rest of these fights here. But we'll see. And it was well,
2: Jason. He used his big boy spell. Yeah, that
3: well it was also the Hollyfin
0: oh yeah that's true that that Hollyfint ability was really good i'm glad she can only do that three times per day because that is just devastating thanks for pointing that out brad
3: you're welcome
0: yeah because i know i know lulu she doesn't have all the abilities of of the hollyphant yet so the only thing that she doesn't have is her spell casting which over time comes back so she she can do her trumpets so that's that's wow. just nasty and the Trumpet of Sparkles. Oh, boy. Huh. Wow. She should have done the Trumpet of Sparkles. Holy shit. That's even better.
3: Yeah, she can do that one through us. Well, it actually doesn't yeah. say anything about neutral characters. but
0: Well, so evil characters have disadvantage. Good ones take no damage. So neutral characters, which I think most of you guys are, you would take damage from it still but you wouldn't have disadvantage on the saving throw. Trump of sparkles actually does uh 4d8 plus 4 radiant damage. That's crazy. Neat. Hey, everybody's back. Yeah. All right. Do you guys need to take a short rest? Do you want to continue on to the high hall? Cathedral? Oh,
2: that was just, yeah, we just, that was just like foreplay. Let's go.
0: All right. Let's
3: get it. I just cast one spell. That's it
0: so you guys gather up your sort of cadre of innocent people oh this is important i almost forgot i reminded myself actually of by saying cadre of innocent people because after you kill all these ghasts and loot their corpses and you guys are sort of getting ready to leave you guys hear a small voice coming from a closet one that hadn't been destroyed by lulu's insane trumpet blast and the voice just says hello oh shit did we just find another kid oh boy turn them into the muppet
4: babies over here (laughs) (laughs) uh, hello child Is, is there a baby in here
0: you kind of look over and in the corner a like half destroyed cabinet the door sort of like creakily opens up and a little human child, a little girl crawls out of it. And she's sort of seeing you guys runs up to the nearest one, which would be Race, and gives you a big hug. And she says,
4: thank you for saving me. Well, little lady, I can tell you this. You are in the best hands possible. This is me. I'm Race. This is the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. We pee in the mouth of evil quite a lot. We're going to get you to safety. I guarantee it.
0: She sniffles and like tears are sort of streaming down her like soot blackened face and she says, Hi race, my name is Shora. Oh,
4: Shora, sure, that's a beautiful name. Sorry your parents got it up, but it happens. It's hell. Let's get you somewhere where you can be protected. Are you ready to go? Do you need to grab like a, a toy or anything?
0: All my all my toys uh smell like piss. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait a minute. How old is she? She's not still wetting herself, is she?
0: No, no. She's she's like you know seven. Let's say seven. Okay, good. We don't want any more pissy kids. <laughs> oh, no,
4: pissy babies here,
0: damn it. Yeah, she she grabs a little doll that you know is is pretty torn up and smells faintly of urine, like most things around here apparently, and uh and she goes on with you to safety. So now, yeah, you guys have a merry band of ten at this point. Ooh.
2: Yeah, peeing in the mouth of evil doesn't seem like as much fun when everything's already full of pee
0: everywhere. Yeah, now you're getting it. It's losing its luster. Now you're getting it. This I don't see it.
3: anything full of vomit.
0: <laughs> oh shit!
2: <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to change it and and, and say
0: scrub the pee out of the mouth of evil. <laughs> All right, so you guys start heading in the direction that the various citizens of El Toral, who you've been rescuing, they're pointing you towards the High Hall, and after about 30 minutes of travel, you guys finally approach the section of the city that the High Hall rests in. You can see it, actually. It's pretty high up, and you get sort of past the the buildings that are sort of blocking it from your view. It is a literal castle up on a cliff. This clifftop castle was once the crowning architectural jewel of Elturel. Only three of its five watchtowers still stand, though they appear abandoned. The wooden gates that once led into the castle grounds have been shattered, leaving a gaping hole in the wall. The west side of the castle has been reduced to a pile of smashed brick and broken wood. The surviving buildings are blackened by soot at the center of the castle grounds the high hall cathedral stands defiant Ooh. so you guys make your way well? into the uh, castle grounds unless you guys want to do anything in preparation for this
4: mm. I don't. and I'm healthy got all my spells
0: keep an eye out for that dude riding the horse
4: oh yeah
0: all right. Yeah, you guys sort of keep a vigilant eye out as you make your way through the shattered gates leading towards the courtyard of the castle. As you enter into the courtyard, you see two horrible like fiendish-looking dogs standing in front of the cathedral doors. Oh, bad. Who's a bad boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. Are they
2: chasing? Are they chasing after any key masters?
3: <laughs> How many of those do we oh. see?
0: Two of them, so far. So you guys spot these hellhounds. You're still very far away. You're not actually on the map in those spots right now, but you guys are kind of like peering fr- from across a pretty far courtyard. And you see that there are a number of spots of rubble and overturned, you know, collapsed watchtower bits between you and those hellhounds. And you think that if you're stealthy, you might be able to sneak up on the hellhounds and get the drop on them, much like you did with the ghasts.
3: Can we see what those corpses are?
0: From as far away as you are right now, again, you're like, you're like over a hundred feet away right now. You can just see that there are some vague piles of bodies in various places leading up to this cathedral.
2: Okay. Hmm. And this door is obviously the only way into this place, or yeah.
0: You're you're standing in the courtyard and in, in front of a castle, and the main entrance is guarded by these hellhounds. And as you sort of look around the castle, you 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 know, you think that probably there might be some like windows that you could climb up, you know, climb up the walls and get in through windows. So you might be able mm. to go around the yeah. side if you wish. We should go around the side, you guys. What do you think?
4: Slide to the left. Yeah, um, I think that's a good idea.
0: Look
2: for any underground like sewer passages, or you never know.
4: Oh, and if there's sewers, there's rats. Where's my rat horn?
3: Yeah, let's do an end around on the count of three, break.
0: Just, just know <laughs> that, so this is a, it is a castle, and so the windows would be, you'd have to climb up the walls of a castle, and then... Unlock the windows. So there are stained glass windows, but the window isn't just glass. There's like metal, like iron bars and stuff that the glass is in between. So even if you were to shatter the glass, there would still be essentially like a metal, like grate in front of you that you would, wouldn't be able to just climb through. Oh, but you know, with thieves tools and whatnot, you should be able to unlock them if they're locked, or you could potentially rip them out. If you're really strong. Mm Hmm. And you would also have to climb a sheer castle wall to do it. Now, I do have all the stats for doing all of those things that I just mentioned. It's not impossible, but just know that it's not an easy thing to do unless you're, like, meant yeah, to do that. Yeah,
2: probably—we're not the type of party that does that. We just, like, kill everything. Let's do it. Yeah, we
4: just got to kick in the door and murder people. So. Just got
2: to, yeah. We just, like, sh- shout insults at the dogs and, and kill them and head out.
0: <laughs> I distinctly we'll remember Glubjag climbing onto a boat up the wall, breaking into a window, <laughs> dumping a dog yeah. inside of a room, and then leaving. So that is a thing that you guys have done in the past.
3: It's true.
0: I'm an orthodox. <laughs>
4: Well, if we have rope, if I was on Glovedev's back and he got us up there because he's more athletic than me, I can use my thieves' tools, throw the rope down, then you guys just climb up, but that's doing a lot.
0: A rope would definitely help with the climbing, for sure. What are we
2: going to do with all these innocents?
4: Oh, right. I mean, we have Lulu, and Lulu can, like, just fly around. She can
2: babysit. And...
4: I mean, she is pretty strong. She helped us out, but, eh. How much do we like these kids? No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> Do we just try to stealth in through the door? Because they're not, like, guarding the doors, right? They're, like, what, 100 feet away, you said, I think?
0: They're they're guarding the main entrance to the cathedral, but they're about 100 feet away from where you are right now because you guys are at the entrance of the courtyard.
3: Mm. If they're guarding the cathedral, I think it's likely that there's other things inside those doors.
4: Oslo, as, well, as the voice of reason, normally, you have any opinion?
1: Well, you know, I could cast Pass Without Trace, but I, I think, honestly, they're going to see us or smell us or something. Yeah, they're, they're super dogs. I like the idea of going around the outside, but we have these innocent people with us. We can't, you know, we got to keep them somewhere safe and then we'll clear out these hellhounds. I'm not sure how to do it best. I mean, I've used two level two spell slots, so I'm down to one. You already used two level two
0: spell so, slots today? Oh, boy. Oops. No wonder that first fight was so easy, right? Yep, I would do it. Jason flexed.
4: Well, if we leave Lulu with them, we should still be fairly decent to take care of these guys.
2: Yeah, let's have but. them take cover somewhere. What are these
0: big pits? Big pits in the, on the map?
2: Yeah, those are orange. Orange pits. Yeah, the orange ones next to
0: us. Oh, that's fire coming out of a hole in the ground. Do you want okay. to hide them in they, there? Yeah, they can go hide. They can go hide next to the fire. That's hellfire sprouting out of a, a hole in the ground. Oh, well, they shouldn't
2: be safe next to the hellfire.
0: <laughs> All right, so the the innocent uh, group of people, the non-combatants, they sort of stay behind. They hide by the shattered gates, entering into the courtyard. So your your decision that you guys have to make is: Are you going to try to sneak up on these hellhounds? Give yourself a surprise round. Or are you gonna try to just go around and try to climb up a wall and enter into a window, or some other thing?
4: Are, are the windows higher than ten leave- feet up?
0: Yes.
3: Okay, never mind. Are the rest of the dwarves still with us? Yep. I asked the dwarves what they know about this cathedral and if there's uh, access in other places.
0: Yeah. So they they tell you, well, uh, no. Not that we're aware of. I, uh, I mean, uh, it's possible there are secret entrances, you know, that the, uh, the the priests and whatnot would know about. But, you know, we're just regular, reg- regular Joes. We don't know the secret entrances to the seat of power in this city. That'd be like asking a dude who lives in Washington, D.C., if he, if he knew a secret entrance into the White House. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there, must, there must be like servants and such, right? Do they do they go in a different way?
0: Well, it's a castle. It's meant to be not easily entered. So as far as we know, the only way to get in is through the main gate. But there, hmm. there could be secret uh, unknown ways. I don't work out. Yeah, here. whatever. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> unless unless one of us has could an I orc. I ride on Lulu? No, she's small. She's actually smaller than you are. Yeah. Does anyone have
2: an orc with an explosive torch? <laughs>
0: You know, like Helm's Deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clubjack's a, a bugbear, which are kind of are almost <laughs> maybe like an orc, but not really. That'd be a good
2: way to make an entrance. Just to have somebody run up and explode the front. Yeah. Oh, Boobie magic castle. beans. Magic beans. Might work. Ooh, magic beans. That's how we could start out the battle. <laughs> there you go. Let's magic bean it. Um, the sleep, the sleeping horse. Use that, I, that, that food I
4: have. Could I send the rats as a distraction? Like maybe make them chase after them so the entrance is open.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, hmm. yeah clever. Uh, bag of. Now beans. we're thinking. Uh, so you have the pipes of the sewers.
4: Uh, yeah. Pipes of this. Yeah, pipes
0: of the sewers, and so you can use it to summon a swarm of rats. Uh, up to Three,
4: I believe. So.
0: Yeah, Uh-oh. it's got three charges. All right. So what a swarm of rats would do is if you if you summoned it and then sent it at the hellhounds. It would definitely like they would they would see it and uh, attack it most likely. Right now, what it looks like they're doing is they're just sitting at the gates, sort of like being vigilant, you know, looking for anything that's trying to come up to the entrance of the cathedral. So you guys are current. You guys are currently like far enough away and like squ- squatting by the gates to the courtyard, so they can't see you from here. You guys are like kind of peeking up over like ledges and like around corners and such so they haven't spotted you yet but they would, they would definitely see any any swarm of rats or anyone who's not attempting to be stealthy as they sneak up through the courtyard
2: yeah what's the deal with these rats this might uh this these rats can do the trick i think yeah.
4: what, what, uh, do you, me, what
0: are you uh, hoping to do uh, exactly with them
4: my idea would be send the rats like running past them so that maybe they try to chase after the rats i'm not sure how well trained said dogs are sure and, you know when dogs usually see a prey they they attack them so if i can send the rats like to the opposite side so we could at least get through without having to fight the dogs maybe like if the rats run far enough past them i don't know that's my idea some big thing like that sure you could summon
0: <laughs> the rats and then they obey your commands so you just tell them what to do okay I don't have to like hit anything. I summon rats!
4: And I say, my dearest boys, my sweet children. See those dogs over there. I want you to run up to the dogs until they notice you, get close enough that they that it appears you're a threat, and then take off in the exact opposite direction of the castle and pull them along with you as far as you can.
0: Okay. The,
2: the rats uh... put down their notepads and <laughs> <head out>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it's funny like obviously these are magical rats because the normal swarm of rats wouldn't have any fucking idea what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) but they take off this like just mountain of like a hundred rats just like sort of rushes across the courtyard and they get about halfway through the courtyard before the hellhounds spot them and the hellhounds start running towards the rats looking at the speed here the hellhounds are almost twice as fast as the rats <laughs> Uh-oh. so the rats kind of like juke and turn and start running off in a different direction but they don't get very far before the hellhounds pounce on them so we're going to do a little fight here between the the rats and the hellhounds to see how things go and you know well, where the-
2: are they exactly like can we take the uh, hellhounds from behind so to speak
0: Gross. You, Come on, Brad. You know you want to. I mean, yeah. literally, style, like the it. option to sneak up on the hellhounds has always been there. I have said it many times. So, yes, you can You can now <laughs> attempt to sneak up on the hellhounds if you want.
4: <laughs> Let's do that. Let's
0: do that. Right. I'd rather have their backs turned.
4: How far does the rats get them away?
0: I mean, the rats are, there's them by the door. There's the rats, and then there's you. The rats are between you and the hellhounds. Instead of the hellhounds being immediately in front of the doors, they are now over here. Yeah, now we can sneak up on them from behind.
3: Let's bypass them and just run to the doors.
0: Okay. What are you going to do about the seven or eight uh, or six or whatever innocent people that will also eventually need to make it into the cathedral?
4: yeah we gotta kill these dogs I hate to be that guy
0: but yeah let's take them out, out. i'm gonna, I'm gonna do my stealth check
4: right? you, you know you're gonna let the little
0: girl come into this church knowing that there are living hellhounds somewhere inside of the church or right outside of it
2: <laughs> well I mean that's just life in hell you know it's not our problem <laughs> all right let's kill them. sneak up
0: all right sneaky juwea so I'm gonna go Let's ahead and have the Hellhounds and the rats do a round of combat, and then you guys come on, will come we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll come up. Wait, so, what are we rolling?
4: Pokemon. Let's do it. Come on, Raticate!
0: So the swarm of rats they get to make an attack. So they try to bite the Hellhound, yeah. and they get a eight which unfortunately isn't enough to hit the Hellhounds. Then the Hellhounds both. both breathe fire on the rats. Holy shit. Yeah. What? Oh, no. We're learning a lot about Hellhounds right now. It's great. All right. Uh, DC 12 <laughs> dex saving throw for the rats. They actually pass amazingly, so they only take half damage. Nice. So roll so, so, uh, 6d6.
4: Use Hyperfang. Come
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 14 halved down to 7. All right, the second one breathes fire on them. All right, there's another save. Fight for your lives. Fight for your lives. They pass again. This time though they take half, so 12, so 12 plus 7, so 19 points of damage. The rats are still alive after the round. Yes but Fight. barely and hey both boys. of the hellhounds have used their fire breath which could be really good for you oh this was ingenious come on boys take so at least on. a little bit i believe in you all right so yes guys <coughs> have you rolled your initiatives i'm gonna oh, have good call. i'm gonna have lulu stay back with the innocents because she she would want to watch over them make sure they're all safe good. Okay, so looks like it is Club Jag to Bobby. What did you roll for this initiative? Twenty-two. A lot. Okay, the nice. most. Very nice. And then Coslo, you got a uh, five this time. I oh, will Did it. Oh, hellhounds! How, how shall I dispatch ye? All right. So the hellhounds are not surprised because they're currently fighting a swarm of rats. Um, But you guys have got them to use their breaths. And they are currently dealing with a swarm of rats that has five hit points left.
2: Question about green flame. Is that really just
0: regular fire or is there something special about it? It is just regular fire as far as like damage goes. Okay. But it's special in that it's green. So there's that. Yeah, it's green. It looks neat. All right, to Bobby, you're first up on the initiative. What do you do?
2: I'm going to thunderwave a, a couple of doggies. All right, they're a little it's far time away. To okay. test out. Yeah, I got to get over there. How uh, how far are we talking here? What's me movement? Thirty. So I could go thirty, and then they'd still be like 25 feet away. All right, I guess I'm not going to use thunderwave. Um. Oh, I'd like to get some
0: sort of attack on him though. If you look down to your second level spells, you have shatter. Yeah. Catapult also mm-hmm. and magic missile. Ten foot numbers. radius,
2: three D eight thunder damage. Ooh, okay. I like the sound of this. Oh. Um, yeah, I should probably do I should probably do that. I was thinking I would use the old classic catapult, but these guys probably have a lot of hit points. Let's just uh guess let's start with the bang. I'm gonna use shatter. Okie dokie. I'm going to move up as much as I can and and still be able to take the spell action. Sure. So that's 30 feet. Cool. So I will go like right there.
0: All right. So Dababi rushes forward and hoists his wrench into the sky and uh, channels thunderous energy. And rather than smashing his foe with it, he points his wrench in their direction and just a loud crack happens. And it's kind of similar to when Lulu blasted everything with the, the sound from her horn, there's just like rippling sound waves that just threaten to break the bones of anything in that area. So go ahead and roll your damage and I will roll their saves. Yeah. I think it's a con save, pretty sure. So top one and then bottom one. Mm. How I roll damage
2: for this, cause it's got an extra D8, I guess I just gotta roll. What do you mean it's got an extra D8? You get a you get oh wait, no it's not. That was a different spell. Never mind. Wait. Yeah, increases by one d eight for each slot level above first. So uh Oh wait, no, I'm looking at thunderwave. Wave, son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. Sorry.
0: That's okay. Yeah, you're just doing three D eight damage and one of them passed the save. The other one failed. The one Coat. closest to you failed. Okay. Fourteen points. So that is fourteen to the one closest, and seven to the other one. Nice, excellent. Bonus action? You doing anything? Yeah, hit points. All right, you can only do that three times a day. Oh, right. Remember? Um, yeah, it's you know.
2: Oh wait, there's only two of them. Maybe I'll save it. I'm gonna save it. They'll never hit me. Don't (laughs) they they last
0: forever though? So you might. Yeah. So I should still have it from the last
2: time. All right, I'm keeping it from the last time. No bonus actions for me. For for bonus action. I grimace at the dogs, like sounds like like I can do that too. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. To Bobby, that. There we go.
2: <laughs> yep. Exactly. Oh, I'll pet him when I get close, Chris. I'll pet him with my wrench. The old Thunder pet.
0: Not as afraid. I am of you. At the dog. <laughs> All right, Glove Jug, your turn.
3: Okay, first I'm gonna move a little bit. I'm gonna uh, gonna use Kuragul, and I'm gonna, as a bonus action, use my Planar Warrior ability, which turns everything to force damage and does an additional 1d8.
0: Ew, sounds devastating.
2: I need to come up with a move called the Dubstep for Dubby. You know,
0: Dubby <laughs> Step. Because
2: it's like the th- when I thunder <laughs> smack people, it's it's like dub. It sounds like dubstep. Awesome. For the podcast. Hey, Jesse, when you uh, do the podcast, make sure there's dubstep that plays every time I smack somebody with my, <laughs> my wrench.
0: <laughs> All right, so you rush forward and uh, get behind to Bobby and sort of duck to his side and unleash an arrow, which strikes very true. What a great roll to hit. For 12 piercing, or sorry, 12 force and an additional five force of 17 points at the closest one. And you still have another attack. Okay, second attack, unfortunately. Only a 10 to hit. Yeah. 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 Alrighty, if you are done, then. Uh, I might move a little it, bit.
4: It's my okay. turn next, I just didn't do it right and didn't want to re-roll to be a cheater, so.
0: Oh, you have a seven, okay. There you go. All right, race, you're up. What's De Bobby's done moving? I guess.
4: Oh, of course, of course. No, I actually, De De Bobby's
0: move. not moving. It's or, just... Yeah. Brad Jeg, Glub Brad, Blah, blah, Blab Blabber. Blah,
3: blah, <laughs> I didn't realize I used my whole move.
0: Ah, okay. All right, what are you up to, Race?
4: I'm going to bring out an oldie buddy, a goodie. They're just dogs, so I am going to cast sleep on these hoes. Okay. see what happens when I go sleep. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. right. Kiss my
0: ass. Right. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. That was a pretty good roll. All right. So creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose within range. So I'm going to need you to slap down. I'm actually going to throw a 20 foot radius spear out and tell me where you want it.
2: Tell me where you want my 20 foot
0: radius. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> also, I,
4: move, I use my 25 feet. What I'm going to do is move it so that it doesn't hit the rats, then they'll have to take it first. Sure. If I could just get it onto this edge, come on. I'm trying to get it right up to where the rats meet the dogs, but it's not moving. But you see that? that
0: it's, it seems like that's the best spot for on it.
4: The right, right? Put it right on the dogs, please.
2: Casting this spell almost broke Dion's internet, so be careful. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
4: Spectrum couldn't handle it, man.
0: (laughs) All right, and you you roll a 31, which is very, very nice. So that is the one closest to you falls asleep. I'm going to go ahead and turn him on his side to represent that he's snoozing. Oh, man, it'd be so cool if the rats got to attack. Yeah, they'll they'll get a chance to attack, theoretically, here in a second. Unfortunately, the other one has too many hit points. After taking the other one to sleep, you don't have enough left over to put the second one to sleep. But that first one is definitely sleeping. Nice job. Anything else or are you oh, done? Yeah.
4: And uh, that's my whole turn. All <laughs> right. Because, yeah, vicious mockery is an action, Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, so the sleeping hellhound can't do anything, but I am still going to roll a d6 because I need to know if his breath attack recharges. It does not. Sweet. Second hellhound. What is it going to do? Let's see. wasn't necessarily expecting that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, see, it was surprised. We did it. Yeah. We surprised it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there... They're smart and wise enough to know that they don't need to deal with the these rats, so they're gonna charge. Over oh, they're to gonna you regret guys. this. Yeah, they so, are gonna okay. regret this. Let's just do. Okay, yeah, I can can get to you guys. We'll get right there. Oh, I need to see if its uh, breath comes back, because that would be a nice thing to do. Nope, doesn't come back. <laughs> <laughs> so it rushes on over here, and it's gonna try to bite. One of you guys? Oh crap. Oh, mercy. It would be nice if it's friend was was back up. Oh boy, well. Oh boy. That's too bad. So, evens it'll attack Bobby, odds it'll attack Glubjag. Just roll the d12 randomly. Oh. Odds, Glubjag, here goes. Nah.
2: Why didn't it pick me? This feels like gym class. All right, so it's
0: 16, does that hit you? Not a hit.
4: Damn. So close. Yes,
0: boys. All right. That is it for its turn. Then it goes to Koslo.
1: Okay. Let's see here. We got this Hellhound. He's doing his thing. 5, 10,
0: 15, 20, 25, and 30. I just need to ask real quick. How is your AC 18, Glubjag? I must be I would missing have to something.
3: do Some research on that.
0: Yeah. Just a little surprised. What armor are you wearing here? A breastplate? Oh, breastplate. Snap, that might explain it. Breastplate is This is what happens when we don't play for two months at a time. <laughs> breastplate. I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't have had your hips replaced, Jason. I'm just saying you're ruining my life because of you. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so
2: breastplate Henry doesn't even remember what
0: a breastplate is Jason, you've erased that from his brain As, Not far, my as far as I can tell your breastplate would only give you an AC of 16, so I don't yeah, know where the other I two's come was,
3: from I think there was some kind of special ability I had but let me figure it out
2: my breastplate is, The breastplate is my
0: favorite part of the armored chicken, now available at KFC <laughs> <laughs> comes with a, a bucket of breastplated chicken. Why don't you finish your turn, Jason? I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't mean to interrupt your turn. Okay,
1: so what I'm gonna do is I've made my movement. I'm casting Shillelagh, which is a bonus action. Okay. And then I'm going to attack with the Shillelagh, and then as a monk, I also get an unarmed strike after that. That's so here right. we
0: go. Nice. That is definitely a hit. Ooh, hoo, hoo. Ooh. Holy crap. Yeah. Ten magical bludgeoning. Wow, that was a good hit
2: up with the shellag. And then the unarmed strike. Oh, that's right. You're like... Uh, monking it up now. I'm fun- it up. I'm a funky monk.
4: That funky monka.
1: I can't believe that I don't have that already on my monk. Here it is. <gasps> For
0: shame. Or not, for shame. Wow, you have a lot of attacks on your character shade. I just looked at it. Holy crap. <laughs> no wonder it's hard to find sometimes. All right, so the Shillelagh hits, but the unarmed strike uh, bounces off this Hellhound's tough hide.
1: Okay, then that's uh, what I do. What, what does the Shillelagh done? look
0: like? What does Shillelagh like a, look like? Like a stick with a ball on the end of it? Oh, sure. Yeah, Those are cool. Yeah, he basically transforms his, like, regular walking stick or whatever into this badass, like, bulbous tree monstrosity thing that just wrecks all the enemies of squirrels.
2: Giant smacky item. Yeah. I think that's what's classified in the rules.
0: A giant, as a giant smacky it's a, item. It's a
2: smacking item, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, so the swarm of rats are going to continue doing what race asked them to do so they're gonna run away which is die <laughs> <laughs> they look back oh, at boys. the hellhounds and they're like oh they're not chasing us what? that's what we're, we're, what we're supposed to do to Bobby your turn damn it I was hoping those rats would take out that dog you, you're really no you do not want them to attack the sleeping dog I was thinking about oh. doing that but I was like that'd be a dick thing to do if you they're really following me yeah. I can do it Just wake him up, that'd be great. Well, I was thinking the live one, no, no. no. Oh. It's fine. Well, they do listen to you race, so give them a different order and they'll do it.
2: Ooh. Okay,
0: it's- Be
4: free with your people.
2: (laughs) Speaking of smacky time, it's double smacky time. On on the idiot hellhound. Ready, hellhound? Double smacky. Woof. There's one smacky. Woof.
0: And here's another smacky. Woof. All right. Second smacky, no smacky. Woof and a whiff. Yeah, woof and a whiff. Yep. Balloon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Globjack, have you figured out where that other mysterious plus two to your AC comes from?
3: I I have not, so I guess for now we'll just ignore it.
0: All right. If, if you do indeed only have a 16 AC, then you will take... Uh fifteen points of damage from that attack Alrighty. it's only
2: fair. somebody's gotta take damage or it's gonna be embarrassing <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't have like a shield uh, it's it says you have a shield that's what's doing it. Oh, but he doesn't a have that equipped no I oh, have the shield
3: when I, it's he when forgot I to unequip it. Using my bow
0: yeah so. Wearing a shield, actually, it takes a whole action to take a shield off or put it on, so it's not it's not a very easy thing to to swap around in the middle of combat. That explains that plus two.
3: I must have changed it when I when I had it activated. Okay, is it my turn? It is. What's the status of these hellhounds? Since I was not really paying attention,
0: one of them is horribly injured and also asleep. Another one is right up in your face, just bit you for a huge amount of pain. And is kind of injured.
3: Got it. Okay. It's actually pretty uh, injured.
0: It's more than half dead.
3: Well, I guess I'll, guess I'll keep shooting it since I can without penalty.
2: Okay. Just so you know, you can get a shillelagh on Wish for
0: $56.
4: Oh, that's a steal.
0: It's pretty sweet. That is neat.
4: But it's, um, I assume, will be like a toothpick.
0: Yeah, nine is a miss,
2: unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't tell you what the size is, yeah.
0: The second one is a hit.
3: Easy. And I attach a 1d8 force. Nice.
0: All right, nine points of damage. All right, so yeah, you, you fire an arrow point blank. It sort of, it, it bites your bow kind of at the last minute, which causes the arrow to go flying off in a random direction. But you pull your bow free from the thing's mouth, and then you knock another arrow and fire it directly into its nose. So now it just has an arrow sticking out of its nose, but these things are vicious, and it is still alive. Done oh, your turn?
3: Yeah, I don't
4: think I'm gonna move.
0: Okay. Race.
4: Ugh. I've had a lot of insults over the years, but I'm gonna keep this one just cold-blooded. <laughs> hey, yo, bitch! You're a bad dog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> bad dog. Bad. Go home.
4: I hit it. Come <laughs> on, show me something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There we go. And it failed. Five (laughs) seconds. Boom. Nice. And disadvantage on its next attack roll. This hellhound is nearing death. Let's see. Breath attack. Oh, wow. Luckily for you guys, the breath attack of the sleeping hellhound comes back but not the one that would like to use it right now. So it is gonna bite. Let's see who did the most damage to it. We had a thunder wrench for eight. We had nine damage from, and then Koslo. Koslo did the most damage actually, 10 points of damage. So it's gonna try to bite Koslo. Nice. Disadvantage.
2: Yeah, because if he was attacking me, he would have, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. So, That's a no-go.
0: Actually, does, he has disadvantage if he attacks anyone but you, right? Correct, yep. Because you hit him with your wrench. Does he have double disadvantage now? He just has disadvantage on literally everyone because of vicious mockery. So it doesn't matter who he attacked, he missed. <laughs> nice. Coslo, your turn. I'm going to use my shillelagh like a
1: big rolled-up newspaper and uh, <laughs> whack him. <laughs>
0: Ooh. Okay. Well. Oops. Newspaper and can't get through.
1: Unarmed strike. Now I'm gonna kick him under his chin, <laughs> like I'm like I'm punting the football.
2: Should if if it's a male hellhound, you should kick him in his in hell's testicles. In his doggy balls. His hell.
4: hell's balls.
0: T- testic hells. Hell's bells. Testic hells. Yes. I don't know. Is it is the the roll ever gonna come through? Oh, there it goes. Oh Oops. wow. Okay. Two. Uh. roofs. Um, Sorry. Everyone. So. Oh no, we'll be fine. Last I heard, race
3: the monk with artificial hips, man.
0: Monk with artificial. Oh, it's actually really funny because if Costello did have to get a hip replacement, he wouldn't. It wouldn't be allowed to be metal, so he would have to get like weird. Uh, natural hips. Like, oh, like or, organic. Or, I don't know. Like druids Lovely also wouldn't. Tips. They wouldn't like plastic either. You know, anything that's not would. It natural. You have to be wood. <laughs> Wooden hips. <laughs> All right. So the last I heard, race, you told the uh, rats to go live their best life and like go free. So they. <laughs> they just <laughs> scatter. Nice. Uh and will infest some poor man's basement in hell for all of eternity. De Bobby's turn now. Wooden hips
2: on the water. <laughs> uh I'm going to thunder wrench him again and again. Okay.
4: Welcome.
2: Whoops. Maybe I'll uh walk. maybe again. That'll oh, do it. There it is. Ooh, good damage on that one, too. That is nice. All right. We don't that... need
3: another hero with a thunder wrench. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: this kills the hellhound, finally. Uh, you put it down, and it makes a whimpering sound. But it makes you feel a little bad.
2: Mm, I don't know. Whimpering no lady little.
0: sound. No? No? Not feeling bad for the hellhound?
2: Nope. Instead, (laughs) I just say, I got the power.
0: (laughs) Uh, Doing anything else, buddy?
2: Yeah, I'm going to start moving over to the sleepy one. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can get right over to him, it looks like.
0: Definitely. All right. Ready to strike.
2: Are we still, like, officially in combat? I guess because he could spring back awake or something.
0: So sleep lasts for, I think, a minute. Yeah, one minute. So it lasts for 10 rounds, so you could, if you wanted to, you know, dick around for 10 rounds, but you're technically still in combat. I
2: think we just all want to circle him and attack him at the same time. (laughs) Sure.
0: Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, spend a couple rounds getting around
1: him. I'm actually going to get, I'm going to get like right here
0: because I want to use a... Oh, sure. Just keep in mind when he's sleeping, he's prone. So any ranged attacks have disadvantage against him.
1: Well... It's a frostbite, so it's it's kind of an automatic attack. I don't have to make an attack roll for it. Groovy.
2: Oh boy. Oh. Uh, I'm
3: going to use my deft explorer to get some temporary hit points.
0: Okay. All right, now can we strike him down? To Bobby, you're up first, then Glubjeg, then Race, then Koslow. We get advantage. Yep, with melee. Yes. Oh yes. All right, so your first attack crunches him. He's still barely living and starting to stand up, but your second attack finishes him off. Very nice. Yeah. Thanks, (laughs) Borat. (laughs) Shangui. All right. right. Very nice. (laughs) So you guys are now standing on the steps leading up to the Great Hall Cathedral. There's the entrance right there, covered in blood. You guys actually can see that there are multiple corpses at the top of the stairs leading up to the cathedral, an archway opens into a long hall containing eight columns. From where you guys are standing, actually, only you can only see, I think, one of the columns. This one that's over here that I'm hanging. So, yeah, this, this hallway contains various columns. That one that you're looking at looks like it is representing Torm. So, it is a, it is a column... That also is in the shape, uh, it's like a statue, basically, in the shape of Torm. You recognize it instantly. All of it. Torm, of course, being the god of uh, courage and self-sacrifice and just general, like, lawful good.
3: Do we see a scroll walking down the stairs saying, I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill.
0: I'm here on
3: Cathedral Hill.
0: <laughs>
4: is Louis Armstrong here, too? <laughs>
0: You're looking for either Louis Armstrong or, or a Bill, and you see you see a devil, some sort of like devilish monstrosity with a gross like turtle like face. Grab it, and then slap it onto a pile of other dead bills on his desk, and then he scoopies away. <laughs> <a waddle. laughs> <laughs> now I'm sitting here in the cathedral, where
3: I see it
2: and
0: then he starts going Uh, (laughs) uh, that's what mitch mcconnell sounds like when he has sex yes we all know it but yeah no you don't. you don't see anything else this torm column
3: well torm monk uh yeah okay what what do you know about that
0: well let me tell you what i
1: know about it
0: yes so it it is apparently a stone pillar or column that is carved to look like Torm, because this cathedral must be, judging by that, must be dedicated to Torm. Said Kozlo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great information. Thank you, Koslo.
0: This fits with your general information that El their main deity of the whole city, was Torm.
1: So where do we see this monstrosity, heaping, uh, heaving bodies
0: about? That was a joke. That was a joke. The Mitch McConnell oh. thing. That was a joke. Okay. okay.
3: <laughs> do, uh, do I see, do we see that the front door is bashed in?
0: Yeah. It would be a little bit hard to see from like the bottom of the stairs area that you're at. That's why right now all you can really see is this column because that goes all the way up to the ceiling. Well, um, I, I,
3: was, uh, I was asking, is that what that represents there?
0: Yeah. As you guys ascend the stairs, though, the the doors come into view. And it looks like there are wooden doors that lead into some sort of uh, grand foyer. And these doors have been smashed down. Four guards lie dead in the doorways, apparently eviscerated by some unknown attacker. As you guys have now entered into this hallway, you notice that there are various other columns as well. Some of them seem to be depicting Torm, but others are depicting a different figure. They're depicting an interesting looking, almost angelic figure, a female angelic figure wielding a long sword. However, her features aren't serene and beautiful like an angel. They're Fiendish and scornful, like a devil. And instead of a halo of light above her head, there is a halo of fire. Zariel. Seems like about half of these columns, strangely, have been carved to look like Zariel instead of Torm. Ooh. Does it look recent? Yeah, you can give me an investigation check as you delve into that.
2: We should ask Lulu about more about Zeriel. She doesn't remember anything, does she?
0: Yeah, she doesn't remember much. She used to hang with Zeriel though, right? Back in the day. She was her friend. She remembers that much, at least. All right, so you investigate this column a little bit, see if you can tell like how recently it has been changed. Looks like you got a nine, so Glubjeg, you're not so sure. Jason, though, you rolled an investigation as well? Yes, I did. And you got an 18? All right. So you are you're convinced that this isn't a column that has been carved to look like Zariel. There is magic here. This seems like an illusion.
1: It's an illusion, everyone. Zariel, uh, you know, because the the, the what's his face, told his soul. And then this happened.
3: Oh, that bastard.
0: I put my hand through it. So you, you kind of, you try to put your hand through it, but your hand does meet resistance part, way through it. And you realize that th- this is still a column carved to shape, carved in the shape of Torm. However, there is an illusion over it that is making it appear to be Zariel. So it's kind of a strange sensation as you're feeling the shape of Torm, but you're still kind of looking at your hand, sort of rubbing along Zariel sensually. And then it begins to shift the column's image and she sort of changes where her arm is uh, holding the sword and appears to kind of look down at you. And you're all sort of taken aback, uh, expecting something bad to happen, but nothing happens. It just sort of shifts in your your view.
1: Well, should we go inside and look around or should we send for the innocents?
2: Mm, we should probably clear it out first before we start getting them involved.
3: Yeah, we should look inside. Yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe, maybe Jack, you're sneaky, why don't you sneaky sneak?
3: I'll sneak in.
2: Okay. Gunroll stealth I'm gonna check.
3: 1st check for traps.
0: Oh, sure. So that would be a perception. All right, so you look around in the entrance where these uh, corpses are, where the door has been battered down, looking to see if these invaders perhaps left any traps behind and it all looks clear
3: all right that looks
2: clear yes
0: so you poke your head around and very very quietly and stealthily peek into the grand foyer you can see that there are two stairwells leading up there are decorated pillars here as well depicting symbols and scenes representative of torm at least at first glance Curtains, some of them shredded by weapons and claws, separate this area from the heart of the cathedral. You do see various other corpses as well. There's this What's r- this? So that that is a stone wall. Okay. That the curtains are connected to.
3: And then there's this crazy symbol in the middle?
0: Yes. In the middle of the floor there is a sort of a pit that sort of like heat and fire are pouring out of doesn't look like it's a threat unless you were to, you know, stand next to it or in it. But it has sort of taken the shape along the ground of these feathery angelic wings, but they're obviously there's something wrong with it. It is taking a fiendish aspect to it. So you you think you don't really want to get too close to that fire.
3: Good advice.
0: You also do notice over in the top and bottom of the rooms, there are stained glass windows that are looking over a, uh, a cliff.
2: Oh, there was folks. a cliff. So if we tried yeah. to climb up and get in, we probably would have would have been more dangerous than we realized.
3: So since I'm already sneaking, I might as well go to the curtain and just, like, see if I can peer through.
0: Sure.
2: Did he do it?
0: So, yeah, he, it looks like he's moved up to this curtain and he's going to peek into the... Next section. So you find a rip in the curtain, and you you look through it, and you see a room in which an altar rests on a raised dais. Dais? I don't know how to pronounce that word. Dios. Like um, you can pronounce it both ways. It's one of those words. I think dais sounds more correct to me. Dios. So an altar rests on a raised dais. Dios. In this broad hall made of beautifully polished teak wood. It takes the shape of a gauntleted hand clenched into a fist. A large lever stands next to the altar, suggesting that it has some sort of mechanical function. Also, however, inside of this room are three humans and a spined devil that appear to be hunting and looking for foes to torture and kill.
3: And where are they exactly?
0: They are in here. Spine Devil and three human brigands.
2: Three human brigands. Three human brigands. Three human brigands. brigands. (laughs) See how they run? (laughs) They look for people to torture. So
0: I've deleted that.
3: Horticulture.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I deleted the curtains so that you can see where they are. Do you see? We
2: see.
3: I will sneak back to the group.
2: Okay, you sneaky boy. What happened? What did you see?
3: Well, there's uh, in the first room, there's some stairways up. There's a weird uh. Fire chasm with devil wings or angel wings on it. And then Bond Behind Beyond the Honda Beyond the Curtain. <laughs> there's a there's a Honda Accord. <laughs> yeah. There's a hot dog cord and a Honda Accord and there's three and a spine devil.
2: <laughs> oh, behind the curtain. And a Good big thing old. you chose that curtain. All right.
0: Well, shall we? Or should we go up the stairs best. first?
4: Are we going to sneak up?
0: By the way, uh, Great White Spark really, really wants you to remember, Brad, that you can activate your sword, Bardrum's Bite, with the words, Behold, Chicken.
3: Oh, I've, I've been
0: waiting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's been a while since anyone's beheld the chicken, so... <laughs> You want to go up the stairs first?
2: Yeah. So that, so that those guys can uh, track us and surprise us from behind?
3: <laughs> uh, hmm. Good point.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I think that's probably what will happen, but we can go up the stairs. Yeah, Sure, why not? Why don't you sneak up the stairs and tell us what you find? We'll just, you can just sneak it.
3: Roger that.
2: Yeah. Oh, Roger God. that. I don't know what that means, but it sounds good.
3: That's from when I was in the military. Okay, I, I sneak up the stairs.
0: Okay, so you're going to go upstairs to take a look at... the uh...
3: Giant organ. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, and it's a balcony. Yeah. Aha! I can stay up here as a snipe shooter.
0: Indeed. All right, so ch- 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 as you climb the stairs and sort of peek out and look into this room, situated atop this balcony is a magnificent pipe organ. Its ivory keys practically glow, even as its ebony keys seem to absorb all light. And you do realize, yes, you are looking over the area that you were just in before.
3: Okay. I go back downstairs and I say,
0: It's an amazing
3: choir room with the huge organ.
4: Hey, Race, do you know how
3: to play an organ?
4: You know, uh, once or twice in a bar, I've uh, tinkled the ivories a little bit. You want me to go play them right now during this moment?
1: Well, I don't know if there's any special uh, bardic uh, ability that you'd have if you used it. but
4: I, I don't have a uh, piano buff, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm willing to play and be as stupid as you need me to, Kyle's love.
3: I think I think whoever isn't going to be a distance fighter... Should go hide, and wait for ambush. And then we should start playing this organ, and lure them out. You know what? I'm with it.
2: Everyone else, I'm agree. down with that plan. I think that's genius. I love it. Let's go. Uh, where are we? Where are we ambushing?
3: I'm gonna be up on the choir balcony.
2: Where are we gonna wait? I
3: will go with him to the
1: choir balcony. I think I'm gonna try to. Well, let's see. That's too far. That's 5, five, ten, fifty-two. If I did. My patch of thorny stuff again, I don't think I don't think it'll work, so maybe I'll just uh stay down here and try to mess with them.
2: You think so? Like come in behind after they come upstairs. Yeah. Okay. I like that idea. Yeah, we don't know which stairs they're gonna come up. But if we go up behind then we will, sorta. Yeah. So what do you think? You two go up and uh, Club Jag and I will follow up whichever stairs they go up. Take them from behind.
1: Yeah, that sounds
2: good.
3: I thought I'd wait on the belt get snipe them.
2: Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if he's going to play the keyboard then, I mean, not the keyboard, the organ. It's not the 80s yet.
1: Well, the other (laughs) problem is that if if we're if somebody's playing that organ, it's gonna be really loud, and more than just that, those guys are gonna hear it.
2: Oh yeah. Our trap might Still. turn into a unexpected a double trap? concert,
3: or a, or <laughs> a hell of a lot of fun.
0: It'll definitely be fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> mm, what does that good.
2: mean?
3: <laughs>
1: What if Globjack goes up and does some ranged sniper attacks while Dababi and maybe Dababi and Kozlo go in one curtain and then race, you can hit
2: them from ranged with
1: your cross it's hit, crossbow and insults.
2: That's true. All right, so you guys are going to hit the upstairs and we'll, we'll go through the curtains and ambush maybe.
3: Yeah, because the balcony comes to about here.
2: Okay. But we have to go see if they're still there or not. Yep. Because they were kind of hunting. They might not be there.
0: Yeah. True. That's a good point. That's a good point here.
3: There seem to be more curtains farther in.
0: Uh, All right. So is the plan that uh, Glubjag is going to sneak up to the balcony overlooking this foyer and everybody else is going to sneak up to that curtain? And pull it it aside and attack?
1: Well, is Race going up with Glovejig so he can hurl insults at them from afar? (laughs) That's, yes,
0: I think. Yes? Sure. Yes, yes. All right. Works for me.
2: I mean, you guys can start hitting them with range, and then we'll hear wherever they are when they start shouting, so we can just attack them after you do that. And
4: I can do a sneak attack fairy fire so you'll have advantage on your attacks once you get them, so.
2: Ooh,
0: nice. Let's do it. All right. So it looks Let's like it. the closest you could be. So Globjack, <laughs> if you're standing right there on the map, to the spot I just moved you, but you're up on the balcony, you would be right at the edge of the balcony. And you would be 20 feet high up in the air. Okay? Got it. And then race. You could also go up there and stand next to him, or stand down over here. Same thing. You'd be twenty feet up in the air, right at the edge of the balcony. Okay. Okie doke. To Bobby and Coslo, you move up to the curtain. I moved you. Yeah. We're gonna dominate this talent show.
2: Me, me, and Coslo. <laughs> I'm gonna
3: start popping and locking. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Playing high cross bump on the organ, man. Let's go.
2: I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. He all night and works all
0: day. I think it cuts off. <laughs> okay. All right, so you guys move into position and Kostlo and Debaby you pull the curtains aside revealing the room and Golubjeck was right there are some baddies in here. So everybody roll initiative. Yes. Woohoo! Waha! Oho! <laughs> <laughs> that guy's initiative. Do
1: you
2: got to get my character sheet back. Uh,
4: give me a good roll. I finally clicked on my goddamn it. You son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Got their initiatives I'm, on oh, there. Wait. So, Kasala, you rolled a 16. Good work. Look at you. You're all grown up. Yeah. And, oh, my God, all four of you did your initiative correctly. Yeah.
4: Bravo. Inspiration for the whole party. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Uh, we I all advance a level instantly. I think the only one who doesn't have inspiration right now <laughs> is Aaron. So, Aaron, inspiration. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah. Now you're talking. Perfect.
1: Thank you for listening to rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Subscribe to Rated RPG wherever you get your podcasts. Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. Many thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them, the address is patreon.com slash ratedrpg. Follow us on Twitter at Rated RPG Podcast, And for Rated RPG live streams, check out twitch.tv slash gamesocietypimps. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, thank you for listening to the Rated
3: RPG Podcast.